up everybody welcome back to another episode of the spectators we got a lot of action to cover this week a lot of really really fun stuff going on in sports including win streaks the snot getting kicked out of people and a lot of no hits happening my name is julian i'm here at brooklyn what's going on brother yo 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 like you said it's been a wild week bro yeah there's been a lot of stuff happening it's all been fun we got some basketball we got some baseball we got some ufc it's cool i've been having fun how about you yeah i mean same thing we've we've been watching a lot of baseball um and then there's just been some teams you don't expect in the nba sphere kind of popping off right now which is really really fun Mm -hmm. Uh, playoff pictures are figuring themselves out we have just dominant pitching in the mlb which has been really fun and uh you know, let's let's get on into it. Let's get on into it. Wait, where are we let's get it. Let's get it rocking. Because this dude got rocked over mm. the weekend. Mm. Part two. Part two. Of Usman Masvidal in Jacksonville, where coronavirus don't exist. Yeah, bro, that place was packed. That was wild. It was jumping. <laughs> they, they, they did not care. It was pretty much sold out. Didn't look like there was a Gucci mask in sight. They didn't care. Not a regular one either. They didn't care. But, you know, (laughs) leaving that on the side and all all the protocols and all all the stuff, it was nice to see, like, a a whole crowd in action for a sporting event. So, on that side, it was cool. cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. And then, uh, not the tangent too hard, but I know over in California, they're starting to let fans in. And, like, the Warriors let fans in this weekend, too. So, like, it's pretty much opening up everywhere in the States, which is really cool. But yeah, yeah, back to the fight. Mm-hmm. Part two. First one happened, I don't know, like a year or two ago. Um, it, it was during uh, quarantine and Fight Island and all that. Yeah, and uh, you were telling me before that was a no decision. Um, and there was a little backstory to that fight. You want to let them know? Uh, yeah, Usman won on a unanimous decision. Got got the dub there uh masvidal ended up taking the fight on very 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 short notice had to drop i believe like 20 pounds got ready for it and he impressed a lot of people he impressed a lot of people because he went the distance with uzman not really ready the uh fighter who was supposed to fight for a couple reasons had to drop out it'd be like that so happens all that cool fast forward to part two everybody's ready Usman been working, Masvidal been working. Well, we go and it to start the fight, and the fight only lasted about like a minute, minute. Yeah, and it was maybe like one forty, maybe, maybe that 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 might be going over. But off rip, it looked good. Like they they were going back and forth. Masvidal doing his little smile, playing around with him, and that Usman, mm, he just let him have it. And yeah, we we were talking when we saw this happen. I don't think we've ever seen like a a more connected punch ever, bro. This was one of the best knockouts I've seen in a very long time for like a high high profile fight. Yeah, because this was like, just this him. was just one because re- they they got some licks into each other early, but nothing like crazy. This was really just one punch. Yeah, and it it was just that well connected. This man just. His his top of the head hit his shoulder, blacked out. Yeah, he just, he just dropped. You see yeah. all the sweat just fly off of him like somebody spraying a Windex bottle. There's a really good dropped. picture that somebody got out there 
and it's him getting punched and all the sweat is around him it literally looks like a solar system it's crazy bro it's nuts and then on top of that once he goes down uzman drops five hammer fists right on his dome five piece mcchicken no combo deal either no bev and seeing masvidal go down like that's wild but uzman the truth and now on the flip side conor mcgregor is trying to call out uzman saying that he stole his whole flow after the fight wearing the suit taking the pictures he stole his whole flow so are we getting conor mcgregor and and uzman nobody likes to stir the pot more than conor mcgregor and i love it i love it nobody does it more you stole my whole flow bro like nobody's ever worn a suit before come on brother He's the like, first you take, one that you, did it. You pose in the same way that I, I pose when like, I take what, my picture. Bro, pictures. there's only so many things humans can stand in. <laughs> there's only so many positions we can do, bro. Like, <laughs> no, but Connor is always stirring the pot. It's good for the sport. People want to watch it. It's fun. Yeah. This fight was just wild. Again, like, and then earlier on in the card, we saw um, a guy's leg snap in half. That was wild. The same guy that Anderson Silva did it to. He then had it done to himself, which is crazy. Legs just went freaking. Yeah, and, and it's wild because you look at the slow-mo replay, and he doesn't realize it at first, but then he goes to put his a back Bro, leg down. Bro, he puts to, his like, leg down, himself. and it's not his foot. His foot wasn't it, it there. It just bends, bro. Yeah. Like, he took a piece of paper and just folded it. It just wasn't and... his foot that was on the ground when he tried. Oh, yeah. That was, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad, but all, all in all, but besides broken bones and broken faces, we also had two uh, nice championship fights too from the ladies over there. So it, it was dope. Yeah, cool little it, it card. Was a this weekend. Really, really dope card. Yeah, it's UFC not... two sixty one. Yeah, and we usually don't talk about it because they're usually not very good. We did this week. We actually watched most of the fights too, which is not something we always get to do just because life, baseball, basketball, whatever else is going on. But we did. It was pretty good. Happy we saw that. Absolutely. Another thing that we saw, and we hope that you saw it too, just all week, the Wizards and the Knicks. Don't stop The most unexpected teams going on win streaks, and you got to love it. If you told me at the beginning of the year that the Knicks and the Wizards would have the two longest win streaks of the season for any team, I would have called you crazy. Yeah. I would have called you crazy, especially... I mean, not especially the Knicks. I thought both of these teams are going to be terrible. And, you know, the Wizards aren't particularly good. They've won, is it eight in a row now? And there's still six games under 500. So it's not like they are particularly good. But they've worked their way into a 10 seed. Russ and Bradley Beal really figured it out. Russ still isn't shooting the best, but he's finding ways to win at this point in the year. And it's all that matters. He's pretty much averaging a triple-double again. He has a career high in assists this year. He has a career low in field goal percentage, not field goal percentage, free throw percentage, and he's not shooting the ball particularly well. But they are starting to figure out ways to win. Bradley Beal's second in the league in scoring. Find yeah. Steph. I mean, they're they're playing really well. They figured, they're figuring something out in Washington, which I don't know if they should, but they are. So, Yeah, I don't know if they should either. But, I mean, hey, if, if you're able to – Get in and pat yourself on the back. Go for it. Why not? Right. Get get yourself that Earn jersey next year, right? Right. <laughs> it it might be so. ugly, but go go it, get it. It will be ugly unless you're the Bucks because they all stink. <laughs> um, 
And then going over to the other team, the Knicks, they're on a nine-game win streak. They they do get a big test tonight, so that might not be still alive uh, by the time you hear this. They do play the mm-hmm. Suns tonight. But Knicks got a nine-game win streak, their longest since they were good back in 2012. And the Knicks are, was it seven games over 500 as the four seed in the East? It's crazy. I, I genuinely want to know if there was anybody who deep in their heart outside of the players in that team, and maybe the coaches, right, that thought that, what is it, 61 games into the year that this is where we'd be at. Now, it's funny because I remember before the season started, you thought the Knicks were just going to be trash. I said this year, don't sleep on them. They they got pieces to well, it's not do, that do I, something it's good. It's not that I thought we were going to be trash. I kind of thought we were going to be better, kind of like how I thought we were last year. We kind of built guys to – kind of compete uh-huh. for no reason i wanted uh-huh. us to be bad yeah because i, I figured this was a good year where we got a lot of the young guys to really get together get one more year of being bad together get one more good draft pick and then make it work but this is the make it work year we did that last year apparently yeah. so rj's and, playing and really really point, well mitch robinson I've... when he's playing is an animal they went yeah, and got narrowly noel for no money and he's been yeah. all worldly on defense Oh, absolutely. They go pick up Derrick Rose. And I think this is the big thing that – I don't want to sound like a big Knicks fan, right? But He is. But with Leon Rose coming in and, like, actually taking the helm as the president of operations, right? So he's the one making the decisions. Mm-hmm. Every single button he has pushed outside of maybe drafting Obi Toppin, which still the verdict yet to be out. As of now, it's kind of a flop. But they went and got quickly, too. So the draft wasn't the full bust. Yeah. Has been I the mean, right it's, it's hard to it's hard to say a, a bust off the not even full first year. Yeah, and that's why I said we're not sure yet. But as of right yeah. now, it isn't working out, and that is what it is. Yeah. But every other button he's pushed has worked. RJ's gotten better. Again, they got Derrick Rose and their Liz Noel. Whatever he did to make Julius turn the page is working. Yeah. Julius is going to win most improved player of the year, and he probably – Shouldn't because to. Jeremy Grant's doubled all of his stats totals this year, but he's still gonna Julius is still gonna beat him. He might be first all NBA. That's how good he's been this year. That's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. Nah, Julius is doing his thing, bro. It's crazy to see. Yeah, it it's wild. And so Julius has led them. Nine game win streak. They do play the Suns tonight, which is I think the second best team in the West. They have had a rough couple of games, but They've been really good with Booker and Chris Paul. And that's one of the highlight stories of the year that we haven't really talked about all that much. We did early in the year when they were, like, surprising us. But they have kept that all season. And so have the Jazz. And it's kind of crazy that those are the two teams that are the one and two seed in the West. Yeah. It's, it's kind of bananas. I don't think those are the two best teams in the West still, which is kind of funny. But they've been doing their thing out there. Knicks are a feel-good story. And as of now, they would be hosting a playoff series. And I don't think anybody would believe that before the year started. No, before the year started, like, we, we expected them, like we said, to be a little bit better, be be above what they were for the last couple of years. Nobody expected four seed. I expected maybe at the best, everything goes right, seven seed. Yeah, I was expecting them to be kind of where the Pacers are, where, like, they're floating around 500, but definitely under it. They have a few couple bad games, and they wind up, like, heavily under it, but still in the, mm-hmm. the 
play-in tournament mix. That's kind of where I expected them to be. Yeah, like, best-case scenario, I saw seven mediocre couple things being rough. They're a play-in team, and then obviously, worst case, you you know where you take it from there. But, hey, they, they, they're doing it. They're yeah. doing it, and it's dope to see. It, yeah, it and really then, is. It's good for the sport. No, it's, it's really good for the LeBron sport. LeBron said it last week. When the Knicks are good, it's better for the sport. The three Absolutely. teams you want good in the NBA are the Knicks, the Lakers, and the Celtics. And all three Absolutely. of them are pretty good right now. So the NBA is in yep. a pretty decent spot. Exactly. And then you throw in the other couple of teams like Phoenix, Utah. You you got the Clippers and the Bucks and Nets. Like you throw all those teams in there, the Sixers. And it's cool. It's yeah. really dope to see all, all the like big-name teams, but then also the couple of little ones that aren't really there too much. Yeah. So it's I dope. Agree. No, you're definitely right. And I didn't mention it, but um, Leon also went and got uh, Tom Thibodeau this offseason. He's probably going to win Coach of the Year. So take that. Yeah, for every, everybody was excited when uh, Leon got the call. So it's cool to see everything working out the way it needs to. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we're going to switch gears, though. We're going to stay on win streaks, but we're going to go to baseball. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Wait, there, 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 there was something posted by a certain team. Oh, in you the, were right. Playing <laughs> Yeah, you, you, yeah, this you is, this is super gas, interesting. Break, if you're Tony. on Instagram a lot, there was a very, very cryptic post. Very cryptic. By the Warriors. And it just it's just a picture of Clay shushing the crowd. You slide over, it says announcement tomorrow, and then the caption is just the shushing emoji. And it's like, what is what and is And underneath this? the text, it shows all the rings from the Warriors. So... Is Clay coming back? <laughs> Are they announcing a Hall of Famer? <laughs> What's going on? It, it, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Because why, why use Clay? There's a lot of people on the team right now you could use. Why use Clay? I'm why sure everybody the on the team at some point this season has shushed the crowd, too. Like, you could have used anybody. Yeah, so it. Now, realistically, he he's probably not going to be coming back because why? So you can't give me a good reason to, to bring him back early as a playing team, and then you got to go through all the monsters in the West. Yeah, what? So, just so you can win the play-in tournament to, to face the Jazz? Like, that doesn't sound fun. Exactly. And and then if you beat the Jazz, you got to go up against Denver or the Lakers? Well, and the thing, too, is like, it's not like Clay is going to make this team a much better defense. Like, he's a great defender, but he's not going to make them all of a sudden the top five defensive team in the league. And the Jazz are the best offense in the game outside of the yeah. Nets. So, like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It is wild. Now, I'm a big Clay guy. I would love to see him come back next year. Give it to me next year. Don't, don't give it to me know. now as the 10th seed. Yeah, don't do it. Let him come back next year. Maybe you can make something happen, especially with like Wiseman out too. Like, why do this? Exactly. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, you you dumb. can may, maybe 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 make a little argument if Wiseman's healthy. Maybe. maybe maybe. And I don't even know if I listen to the argument. I don't. But you you can make the argument. So here we are. One more thing, the Clippers do sign Boogie Cousins for the rest of the season. I don't think that's actually going to help them at all. Boogie's been bouncing around for the last half decade at this point, but it is something to yeah. be noted. So, Boogie Cousins is with the Clippers for the rest of the year. Cool. Shout out. Shout out. Get your bag. Get your bag, King. All right. 
Now we transition to baseball. Now we now we could do now it. Now we got you. We got you. We got you. We're staying on win streaks. The Oakland Athletics start their season one and seven. It looks terrible. Like they got Molly Watt by the Astros and the Dodgers. Didn't look good. We didn't like what we were seeing. And then they just flipped the switch. They go on thirteen straight wins. They their streak did end on Sunday. To the um, Baltimore Orioles, which that game kind of got out of hand. Sometimes it doesn't. You don't have it that day. They didn't mm-hmm. have it on Sunday, but they did have it for 13 straight. Now it is just the most impressive turnaround I've seen this quickly in a sport in a while. 0 and 7, 13 and 0. Those are their two runs. Yeah, Billy Bean hopped in the clubhouse, started taking away the soda machines. <laughs> we were trying to get that Moneyball sequel, baby. Right. <laughs> That that man was rigging them too, so you're only getting half cans. <laughs> oh no, it's terrible. But it, it Billy was crazy. Just didn't give them the money. <laughs> Let them get their drinks, bro. Come on. Uh, they outscored outscored their opponents eighty three to thirty six during the streak. Um, Matt Olson was hitting like four hundred. Mark Connor was hitting like three hundred. Both of them had like double digits RBIs in this streak. The pitching was the second-best ERA during that time. I mean, they were clicking on all fronts. And now they're, believe it or not, still not in first in that division because the Mariners are just absolutely balling out. Um, No, they are first right now. They are first? Okay. Yeah. Mariners have been balling out. 14-8, Mariners are 13-9 right now. So, one one game up, but, I mean, still. Yeah. But, I mean... That um that front four on the division right now. I mean, really everybody right now. But the uh, front four with the A's, Mariners, Angels, and Astros. Maybe it could spice up and be a cool little race going down the stretch of the season. It'll yeah, be nice I, to see. I think that's going to be a dogfight, and I don't think the Rangers are going to wind up being any good. But they either. do have a top five pitching starting pitching ERA and top five starting pitching WAR this far in the season cool so there are bright spots for a team that's not going to be very good as the season moves on but they are only a half a game back of the astros and the angels which is kind of interesting so yeah and then you know you you have those two teams playing really well or that team playing really well and the mariners like we mentioned um also the royals are in first place in the central so there's just a lot of nonsense happening in the American League. I love it. The AL East is just a circus right now. You yeah, all those teams are pretty bad. There. The Red Sox are hitting the bricks off the ball, though. Yeah. Absolutely hitting the bricks off the ball, but they, they also can't pitch either, so it's kind of yeah, crazy. The, the Rays, we can't really figure out like where they want to go, if they want to just make a run and be a powerhouse, or they're just being mediocre right now and pretending. We can't figure that out. The uh, Orioles just snapped yeah. the A's win streak. And they had an all-time great tweet with The Undertaker. I don't know if you saw that. It was a video of them, like, breaking a streak. It was really, really good. Amazing. Um, The NL Central's in midseason form where those teams just don't know if they're good or bad. Yeah, like last week, I'm pretty sure it was the Cubs at the top, and now here we are. Well, no, last week the Reds were in first. The Reds were, like, four games over 500. Now they're on a seven-game losing streak. And Yeah. So a lot, a lot of interesting stuff, and now the Reds got the Dodgers uh, up next. So that that should be fun. Fancy you mentioned the Dodgers. 
Uh, Fancy I mentioned the Dodgers. They have had the most fun newborn rivalry that we have seen maybe in sports since the Cavaliers and the Warriors. I like it. It's so fun. These games, every single game, I think they've played seven times this year, right? Six or seven times yeah. so far. Every yeah, single game the, the rubber match. has been electric. It has. And this weekend, they come into it. Tatis kind of comes back from his injury. He hits five home runs in three games with three stolen bases. He's just electric. He has a whole back and forth with Trevor Bauer after hitting two home runs with him. But I think it was like a very like friendly thing. I think it looked more um, antagonizing than it actually was. I, I do think that they're actually homies. Um, yeah. And yeah, then they try to ask uh, Bauer after uh, Tatis hit two home runs off of him, like, does it bother you about him celebrating and all that, pimping home runs, doing a bat flips, and just getting hype? And this is what I love about Bauer because he's one of the few pe- one of the few pitchers that push just excitement in the game. He was pretty much saying, like, I don't care what he does, he earned it. Let him do it, like. We not we got to stop throwing at people when they when they when they're better than you. Yeah, they got you that 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 at bat. They got you. So yeah. you're gonna be mad, and then next time you they're up, you're gonna beam them. Nah. So that's what I love about Bauer. He he's open with it. Go ahead, do your thing. You got me. Do your thing. I got you. I'm gonna do my thing. Well, and the best part is he's the opposite of co- the pot calling a kettle black. He celebrates. He strikes somebody out to end oh, an inning or a big situation. He gets all sorts of ecstatic. So if he is going to do that, why should he feel some type of way if Tatis goes crazy? I know there was, um, I think he struck out uh, Eric Hosmer during this game to end an inning. And when he did that, he like unsheathed the sword and then like pretended to hold it to the sky or something like that. And then later in the game, Hosmer got a hit off Bauer and did the exact same thing at first. And Bauer's just like, yeah, that was, it, I actually laughed at that. That was pretty funny. It, it's great, bro. It's good for the sport. Yeah. And how many times do you see pitchers do like that double fist pump and just scream and get all the hype whenever they get a strikeout? They do it all the time. But then flip it around, somebody does it to them. Oh, it's a problem. Like, come on. Yeah. So we love Trevor Bauer because he got the electric stuff. And when somebody does it to him, he just eats it. And that's how you got to do. That's how you got to do it. I mean, he was really, really good the other night. Besides those two pitches to Tatis, he was really, really good. Yeah. And um, then on Sunday, we get Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. And the Dodgers are up six, which they haven't lost a game. They were up by six in, I think, like seven years. Damn. And... They let they let the Padres come back two innings or two runs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning to tie it up. They went to extras. Dodgers couldn't play to run. There was some weird nonsense where we saw not only the Padres pinch hit one of their pitchers because they were out of bench bats, but then the Dodgers did it also. So the Padres yeah, they, intentionally they walked hit. two batters <laughs> to get to Clayton Kershaw in the bottom of the tenth inning, bases loaded, one out. It was just mayhem, bro. We didn't Absolute know what was mayhem. happening, and then we kind of figured out they ran out of bench bats, and they didn't want their reliever to hit because he hadn't hit in forever. So they're like, hey, at least get Kershaw in there. He gets some at-bats once or twice a it, week. It was a decent at-bat, too. That's the funny part. Yeah, it, it really was. And that, it was just a really, really fun game. That Yeah, it was electric. We were it, was like, it was like a five-hour game, and it was pretty entertaining the whole way through. 
Yeah. And this is it's not the best rivalry in, in baseball in general, but it is the best rivalry in baseball right now. Yeah. I and agree I think with that. that's fair. It every game is fun. Uh obviously the Yankees Red Sox is probably the best rivalry in sports. And I and yeah, I say yeah, that Yankees, pretty Red Sox, Celtics, too. Lakers, like, like yeah. yeah. But this is a really, really fun one right now. And you got a really, really good team with the Dodgers. Obviously, won the World Series last year. And they maybe got a little better this offseason. And the Padres just are ready to win. These are some young guys over there that want to win. I love this Padres team. They're fun, man. They're I absolutely fun. love The it. only gripe is they're leading the league in errors. Hey. It's my only It'd gripe like with them. That. I feel it. It's mine, too, but it'd be like that. But a fun thing about them is they're leading the league in hits against the shift. So they get shifted Amazing. on, like every team kind of does at this point. And they lead the league in balls hit against the shift. And we watched it last night. There was back-to-back hitters. Grisham hit one against the shift in the top of the, I think, 10th. And then Machado mm-hmm. did. Next pitch. It's like, this is beautiful. I love this. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, bro. I love it. Absolutely love it. And then uh, we got one more thing we want to talk about in the baseball world. Uh, The Atlanta Braves have not been very good. They have not been very good. They had a really, really ugly series with the Yankees last week. It was a two-game set. Both games were decided on walking in runs. Like, it was just gross. Yeah. Wasn't fun. But we thought that was bad, watching that as a Yankee fan. We were watching that series. We split it 1-1. The Braves come in this weekend and play the Diamondbacks. They wind up having to play a two-game doubleheader on, was this Sunday? Yeah, on Sunday. And they get seven-inning no-hit by Madison Bumgarner, which unofficially, or it's, it's an unofficial no-hitter because it only went seven innings, which I think is stupid. I think it's dumb. We count the Dodgers World Series win. It was a shortened season. Why don't we count a no-hitter? What's the difference? It's facts. What's the difference? I got, I got no argument. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the difference? Um, I got no argument. Madison Bumgarner, that's a no-hitter in our book, in the Diamondbacks books. Congratulations. He had a really funny interview after the game, too. He's like, yeah, I want to thank um, Rob Manfred for in, in introducing the seven-inning rule, and I want to thank the Shadows in Atlanta for really helping me out today. <laughs> I was like, wow, Bumgarner isn't, like, a piece of garbage fully. He, like, has a sense of humor. That's nice. Amazing. Um, And then, like, I don't remember if it was the game before or after because I didn't watch either of these. But Zach Gallen, fresh off of an injury stint, uh, throws a one-hitter against the Braves in the same day, seven innings. Sick. So we got 14 innings of Braves baseball and one hit on Sunday. You got to love it. Braves fan, this is a safe space. Let it all out. Let it all out. You, you got to love it. Bad baseball for the win. Bad baseball for the for And the don't, don't worry. We, we're, de- we're dealing with a lot of it over here in Yankee Town, so don't worry. Thankfully, not that bad. That in is theory. that is next level. No, not in theory. We did not go 14 <laughs> innings with one hit. That is. It always feels. It always feels like it. That is. It does feel like it, but it, it is not that bad. And when it does get that bad, you will hear from us. If Matt but Harvey no hits us tonight, side. I will do something ridiculous. <laughs> on on the yet. bright side, we're in Camden Yards, and the Yankees have a field day there. So, it's true. It's true. It's like it's like elementary school field day when you're playing kickball. You're all excited. 
You're all excited. And so. you get the first pick, too, so you get the one big kid. Uh, and the big kid is Aaron Judge. <laughs> Happy birthday, Aaron Judge. Happy birthday, Aaron Judge. Look at me pulling stuff out. I know all who, I, I know what day it is. All rise, baby. And then one more thing before we get out of here. Ooh, one more. I don't even one know more thing. You don't even know about this. This ain't even pre-production. No, what we got? Hold on. Hold on. I'm, a, I'm a fan right now. I'm a fan. <laughs> Let me turn the podcast on on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The spectators. Mm, nice, go subscribe. Plug, beautiful plug. Uh, Rockies GM. Jeff Bridich steps down after seven seasons as the GM of the Rockies. This happened about 20 minutes ago. Ooh, that's spicy. Spicy. That's spicy. So the, the Rockies, Rockies stink. needed we, something, yeah. some, something to happen. Yeah, we know they stink. Hopefully they go get a guy who can like put something together out there because they've had too much talent come through the last 10, 15 years. And they have done yeah. absolutely nothing with it. So, and then now Trevor Story and Charlie Blackman on the brink of being shipped out eventually and leaving. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you you gotta get something going, especially after losing Arenado now. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. So, breaking news over here at the Spectators. We got you guys. We got you guys. Breaking news. So, we got anything else to talk about today, Brooke? I think we covered everything. I think we covered everything. Everybody, make sure you watch the next couple weeks of basketball. We got about a half a month left to go before the play-in tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited for that. Let's see if these win streaks keep up. Washington's going for nine. The Knicks are going for ten. Absolutely. And make sure uh, you stay up to date with everything on our socials, at underscore the spectators, on Instagram and Twitter. Go check out our YouTube channel if you're not listening to this on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify. Just the spectators. Shoot us a subscription. Comment, like, do do what you do. Show us some love. We'll hit you back. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. And make sure you go hit up the TikTok, at underscore the spectators. That's it for me. What you got? You got anything else for the people? I just want everybody to have a great rest of your week. We will see you next Monday as we always do. Later, everybody. Later, everybody. Have a good one. Peace. Stay safe.